Hello, beautiful human. Thank you so much for allowing us into your ears today. Rosé is going to be joining us. Please share this podcast with those you care about and let us know who you're listening to so we know who we should invite on our show next. At Zach Sang Show on Instagram, Twitter, any form of social media, we respond. We have a lot to discuss with Rosé, including her solo project. Two records on there. It is called R. What's Coming Next for her, the girls of Blackpink. How did this project come to be? Okay, (laughs) let's dive in. Yippee. Hello, beautiful human. I am Zach. That is Dan. And we welcome Rose. Hey. Hi. I am so excited to be talking to you. There is a a lot to discuss here, including uh, a solo project, a project that I remember very vividly. Maybe, I don't know. I've lost track of time. Three or four years ago, you were on this couch and, 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 and slightly teased, like like the slightest, tiniest little bit you fed us. Um, how long have you been working on this? Oh, well, um, I think we could say like longest three years. Like the first song that I recorded on my own and we kind of kind of marked it as, oh, this could be potentially Rosie's solo song was like three years ago. So quite a long time ago. Wow. So you've been working on your story through music for three years now. And when you first listen to a song, like, how do you listen? Like, and this could be a song for you or Blackpink. How how do you hear it? What do you listen for? Uh, well, first of all, I think I literally try to um, kind of uh, make a blank, kind of like a blank page. And I'm just like, yep, I'm a blank canvas and I'm just waiting for it to kind of speak to me. Definitely. Um, there's just always that moment where you're like, yep, this is perfect. Everything's amazing. We have to work on this one. Uh, what do I look at? I think I kind of go for a lot of like, uh, like lyric wise, if it kind of speaks to me, that's important. And if, if it's a song that doesn't have lyrics yet, then it's like, it's just any type of melody that kind of, um, kind of like really draws you in, like first impression just everything if it like if it looks like me or sounds like me then i'm like yep on the ground has all of that right i mean like right out the gate when you first hear it is it like meant for you yeah i, I mean i didn't even know like, so it was a, it wasn't even pitched for like just me it was just a song that came through and we were like listening to like it was a very rough draft but i was like um i liked it and um I think my producer too, we were just like, oh my god, this is so cool. I mean, the sound was really cool and everything. So, uh, actually, yeah, of course, this song was like a song that we talked about. Like, we heard it once and we talked about it again. And like, like I don't know, like, it was just like, in an instant, it was like, yep, this is going to be the song. And I remember just like, we we, re- we like kind of finished off recording it, um, did, some, did some retouches, but then like, we were already having a music video meeting like next day. I remember, and it was like crazy. Dan loves the music video. Well, there's so many hidden things in the music video, and I was tr- watching it like 30 times last night, trying to find all the little hidden Easter eggs or secrets you may have hidden in there. Yeah. So the question I had first is like, you write Rose on the mirror, then it switches to your real name, Roseanne. What's the meaning behind that scene? Um, so the director kind of wanted, like, uh, me to kind of act out like maybe like an old version of me and have, um, the younger, like, 
you know, past version of me write rosé on the um, on the mirror, and he wanted um, so it'd be kind of like the past me looking into the future, writing my future mm. stage name rosé. And then my future self to be writing my old name, Roseanne. So it's kind of weird because when you're younger, you look into your future like, oh my God, when I grow up, I'm going to be this, I'm going to be that. And then for me, now that I'm like, you know, working and I'm, you know, being, um, trying to be an adult and everything. <laughs> uh, funny thing, I think I tend to look back on my older days and there are a lot of um traits about me back then which i admire now i'm like wow back then i was like this i was this kind of a person i was very driven like you know i had the wildest dreams i'm like and i and i like aspire to be myself that i was in the old days you know i don't know that's like i think that's pretty ironic and i think you tried to portray that um, which I like, but, but also really special, right? Like, like as you progress in life, you realize the qualities from your past that you want to keep with you, that you want to maximize on and expand upon. But I'm sure at that's the same time, you've left things in the past too that maybe you didn't want to carry with you, right? Of course, definitely. You learn from your mistakes and then you grow up. But I don't know, for me, I don't know if it's the same with anyone. Of course, I, every day I'm like, oh my God, um... I learned from my mistakes and I am growing as a person, but there is a lot of me that was like, if somebody asked me to be a trainee again and do all that I did, you know, when I was in my like teenage years, uh, like if they tell me to do that again, I'm like, I, I can't do it. I don't know how I did it. So it's like, yeah. You wouldn't do it again because you don't know how you were able to conquer it. But really the truth is you had something inside of you the whole time, right? This, this unwavering, this constant, dedication and focus and desire that's the thing like that that's like the whole point of the song i think is like i think nowadays i'm like oh my god like i'm trying to look for like like what is my main purpose in life and what am i looking for what am i doing all this for every day i wake up like work from like you know morning to like you know sunrise to like sunset and i'm like like what am i doing it for and then you think like it was all in me, like everything. I'm trying to look outwards, like what am I doing this for? Like, um, what am I trying to achieve? I'm trying to look outwards, but basically I have to look inwards because that, like you said, that old version of me is already me. And so I'm just kind of like trying to check back into who I am as a person, what I value the most. So that's one of my questions that I had here is like, what, it, like, it, it, the, the concept is always about like, what you really need is on the ground. So what do you genuinely need to get by Rosé? Like, what is happiness to you, essentially? So that's what I'm saying, as in, um, if I think about it, like, on the ground, like, so many ways to interpret that, right? Like, yeah. Like, when a plane lifts off, you're, like, on the ground, and it lifts up, and you mm -hmm. need to be on the ground for it to, you know, kind of, like, speed up to, you know, fly. And so, like, everything we need is, like, built in us, like... As in, when I was um, a trainee, I think my family meant to me the most. So they were my biggest happiness. Um, my love for music was most important. I didn't care about what other people thought. It was just about me enjoying it. Like, oh my God, I'm so, I, like, I love singing like in this tiny room like for like seven, eight hours because I just enjoy it. But like, you know, as soon as you start to get things out of it, that's when you start not enjoying it. And I feel like just checking back into those things, like 
fam like family um uh like just like my love for music oh. it's just like really simple it's not even that big no but but it's those simple things that result in the biggest impacts right and like the concept of like one day you could sing in a room by yourself alone and mm -hmm. love every second of it and then the next day you're singing because you have to sing because it's yeah. work to sing and it does yeah. change a little bit should never be that way though right and that's why yeah. i think this is i hope that this is a song that kind of reminds us that you know you just gotta stick to what you actually like started these things for and, and by the way like i think every like that is a reminder for everybody um truly. yeah well it kind of seems like you're saying you know you worked your whole life to become rose the superstar but sometimes you kind of miss the life that you're living before. Of course. But I mean, of course, people are like, they think like it's all about like me, like saying I'm such a big person now. And like now I'm like, but that's not really it. It's just about where I'm at as an adult. Like, I feel like now I like I feel a little more confident in my skin than I used to be. And like, I'm like kind of starting to work and kind of enjoy it a little more. And like just me with where I am as an like adult um whilst i'm doing that i'm also looking for like purpose in life and like like mm. where i'm at what i'm doing this for like what does this all mean just like i think everybody could relate to it so I, like i really hope that people don't take this in as like oh rosie's singing about how amazing she is like or, or like where she is and like how successful she is but like that's not really it. it's just talking about my stage in life how i have worked my whole life to get to my dreams and like you know i'm like just every day i'm going there but it's like wait hold on let's not always look forward let's always also look back at who i am as a person and kind of you know take care of the things that actually mean to me what did you learn from your time with bp that set you up perfectly to release this solo project oh uh that's a really good question because i have been talking about how um, this whole solo project has kind of brought me to realize how much I actually have learned as Blackpink. Um, I'm actually really, if I was to do this all by myself since day one, then I would not be able to do it. Like handling everything, just knowing how everything's working. But like, just like the whole, like, you know, with Blackpink, we've worked so many hours like straight on. And so like just having that like kind of stamina to keep up with everything that's happening. Um, just like the whole process of releasing music. I've done that like so many times with my members so that like I'm experienced. But back then I had my fellow like teammates to kind of rely on. And so I kind of, you know, I learned through that process. So now that I'm by myself doing it, I'm much more comfortable and I know what's going to come. So I feel like, it, it, yeah. It's special. It, it's special having one, that experience, but two, they must mean something to you throughout this process, right? Whether it be security or just ears that are willing to listen? Yes, definitely. Um, it's just like, I definitely feel like it's like I'm not doing this alone. They're there when I need them. And that I, I just, like, yeah, it's like family. It's like you just know that your family is always going to be there, you know, no matter what. It's like exactly like that. Hello, beautiful human. I am very passionate about deodorant, in specific Native. Native just does it right. This deodorant works. It's also made with things you understand, like shea butter, coconut oil, tapioca starch. 
Plus, it is vegan and never tested on animals. And get this, Native is the first ever company to figure out plastic-free deodorant. If you're trying to do things better for our world, plastic deodorant is a big one. So, go plastic-free. It's better for you and me. And Native Deodorant is doing it. If you want 20% off your first order, nativedeo.com slash Zach. They also come in a bunch of scents that are guaranteed to make your nose dance. The one I'm wearing right now is citrus and herbal musk. But I'm a big coconut and vanilla guy. It is delicious. You're guaranteed to find one that is right for your nose. Oh, and you can shop risk-free. Make returns, make exchanges, do it all within 30 days. And did I mention you can get 20% off your first order? Just go to nativedeo.com slash Zach. It is the best deodorant and the best deal in town. NativeDeo.com slash Zach. What's been the biggest challenge so far that you found releasing a solo project and doing it by yourself? First of all, like the responsibility. Like back then, like not back then, like with my members, <laughs> it would be all four of us. Like, like you know, I, it's like a quarter of it. We get to share the responsibility. Like everything we do is, you know, like I have a lot of like a big audience um, that is kind of tuning into every single thing that I do. And I do want to be a great role model for all my um, listeners out there. And so it's like the responsibility, I would say. Um, it's all on me. So it's like makes everything a little more like I gotta be a bit more careful, um, and maybe just like the amount of work that is put in. Like I've learned to appreciate like how much my members, you know, were very um, helpful in that way because we would kind of like I would kind of take care of this, she would take care of that. When I'm like a little tired, like somebody else would be like kind of checking in on this and that. But now like it's all on me. They, everybody's coming to me to check Rosie. Are we cool with this? And like, I have to look at every single thing. So it's just like a bit more of work. But, you know, it's also very enjoyable. It is freeing, but also scary because you, the, the, the burden of responsibility is on you. It's, it's all you. There's no other, there's no three other shades of colors, you know, painting this photo. Definitely. So like everybody rocks up on set um, to work for me. And so it's like kind of like on me for everything to be doing well, if you get what I'm saying, like everybody's yeah. kind of here for me, and so I'm like, I'm I gotta like be on my best, you know, behavior every day. I gotta be like up and ready to, you know, kill it every day. And I'm like ah, but I mean, it's it's very it's like a lot of fun because everybody cares about me a lot, and we're all taking care of each other. Gone is the other song on on R, and it's very emotional, very powerful, and it's about loss. So. When you first digest that song, is it hard to listen to or what is it? Like, what what goes through your head? Oh, it's like a very vulnerable moment, I would say. I remember recording it first and I, I felt very, like, relieved. It's like, I don't know, like, I felt like I had finally spoken. Like, I don't know, it was like this song really spoke a lot of, like just like things that happen in life and you're like oh my god this song is just like like maybe it's like a letter that you never sent to someone and you feel like you finally mm. got it to them do you know what i'm saying yeah totally. kind of, yeah yeah and i feel like i wrote it and like sometimes when you're writing letters you like write it and you're like oh that doesn't sound like anything that i wanted to like it to sound like but it, you let's say you finally get to your final draft of draft of the letter and it sounds like exactly like you want it to sound and how they would want it, like how I would want that person to read it it's like kind of yeah. like that maybe yeah 
it's the letter you're nervous to send, right? But you hit send, right? You did it. <laughs> Actually, as soon as I finished recording, I was like, send, let's send it. <laughs> I'm ready to release it. And that was two years ago. Two wow. Two years ago, yeah. So when you internalize that song and you bring emotion to the lyrics and you make the story your own, do you apply real life to it? Like, do you think who in your head deserves that letter from your past? But I mean, the funny thing is, I don't think I have to think of a person. I think it's like, it's funny, but I think of myself. <laughs> like, maybe that's kind of weird, but like, I, I think of myself in a moment where I would really want to say something to somebody. Um... And I would try to reenact a moment in my life where I felt really like, let's say, heartbroken or just like where I feel very vulnerable. Like, I think I tried to tune into that voice of myself. Because like, you know, you have several voices in your head. There are some voices that are like, you know, that kind of tried to like be like, hey, come on, like I'm, I'm... I'm in a dark place here, like, help me out. And then there's a voice like, go Rosie, like in my head, right? But then there's that voice that's like, you know, help me out. I'm suffering. I'm in a lot of pain and, you know, uh, I'm not okay. Um, I think it's that voice that I try to kind of bring out in me. Um, and, I, and I try to tune into that um, and try to be as honest as I can. Like, it's almost okay. like acting for me. Like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to be that person who just kind of, like, forces an emotion. I just want it to be another version of myself. Totally get it. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Because the truth is, like, it is a, you know, yeah, it's a very honest, very vulnerable song to share with the world. And, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, dude, searching for something but can't feel nothing. It's <laughs> a beautiful record. Thank you so much. When you're lot. going through a lot... Who do you reach out to talk to? Because, you know, everybody goes through things, but not many mm -hmm. people can relate to being in one of like the biggest groups in the world, having a lot of eyes on them and having a lot of pressure in that way. Oh, who do I turn to? There are very few people that I turn to, to be honest. Like, I can't say that I have like a lot of people. Um, I think as I am kind of like maturing, I, I'm starting to notice that it only comes down to a very few people. Um, that includes my family and um, just out of all honesty, like, uh, so like my producer, Teddy, uh, he, our, like he's he kind of supports us in so many ways and he's very like experienced in this um, industry and everything. So he's a very good support and help as a friend and as like kind of like a mentor, I would say. Um, so there are those very few, f and then I noticed there are always those very few friends who call you in like the right moment. Like, let's say mm -hmm. I was fine all year. I'm like, I was like the happiest person. And then there's just this one moment where I'm just like, like, without much reason. Like, I don't think there has to be a lot of reason for it, but like there's, there are just those moments where you just kind of like lost. And like, mm -hmm. I, I find, like, I have like, a few of these moments where I like, let's say like crying, like sitting on my bed, like crying, like, oh my gosh, I don't know where I'm at. And then you get a call from that friend and you, and then she's like, what's up? And you're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> um, I'm crying is what's up. <laughs> and it's like, and then you laugh about it and you're like, oh my God, that's like crazy. Cause that's when the friend kind of wakes you up. Like, oh, you're doing fine. You know, like 
let me tell mm -hmm. you like out of all honesty and there are those people who just know what to say in the right moment and just just know when to call when you need them which is crazy and that's like the universe and i think it also always comes down to quality over quantity every time it, it's, not, it's not about having an army of people just ready to tell you whatever they think you need to hear. Yeah. Um, it's about having a few. And professionally and personally, like, Teddy is a, must be an amazing guide. I mean, like, that human being has made more history and created more incredible records. I mean, it's really, it's pretty astronomical. Um, so you must learn a lot. I mean, every day, right? From somebody like that? Yeah, but the, the most important thing is he knows how to be a great friend um, to us, too. So I think that's, like, the uh, biggest part, biggest support. Um, always very grateful, yeah, to have a friend like that around us. Wow, we've covered a lot here, but we haven't talked yet about Hank, your dog. Hank. <laughs> I would have loved to have him here to, with me today, which I sometimes do, but today he was, like, passed out, so I kind of left him to sleep. By the way, my dog Lou is doing the same thing this morning, and I didn't want to uh, disturb him, so I said, have the house. You deserve it. Have the house. That's kind of cool. <laughs> How did Hank enter your life? Why was now the time for a dog? I don't know. I was always kind of, I wanted a dog for a long time, but I didn't want to just, like, kind of decide on it too quick, just, be like, just because I wanted one. I just wanted it to be in the right moment. But um, I kind of felt like... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know why, it was just like, I was like, yep, I, I really want a dog, but I want to do it in the right way, so I did a lot of research before I did it, I'm sure a lot of people do that, like, you know, like, you start researching, watching so many videos about dogs, and you're like, I think I'm ready, <laughs> funniest thing, first day he comes, I don't know what to do, I'm like, oh. and like, Hank's like, I'm scared of you, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know, why do I feel like, you know, I'm so like, un educated about it when i feel like i've studied for like the past month about dogs oh, by the way that is parenthood i think that is like it, it, that is being a parent or having a responsibility like like a, a responsibility that is a thing that is in addition to yourself do you know what i mean like whether that be a kid or a cat or a dog like this thing doesn't have thumbs you are hang's thumbs like he needs you for everything i know and it's like and like every day i'm like oh my god is this what i'll be like when i have a child <laughs> it's the, weirdest the, answer is, the answer is could be but also like hank prepares you for that moment you know yeah i know i'm like oh my god i feel like i've already had a son so it's like next son like bring it on which is weird I, I shouldn't be talking about having children right now but i don't know why it's like will i be like this when i have my first child it's weird <laughs> by the way i think the same thing all the time and my friends will see me interact with my dog and let, let, let i'll let my dog run me you know like i spoil him he walks me i don't walk him and my my friends are nervous for what a human child will be like that i help create so so true so uh, true i'm like and i talk to him like what's that i be like baby i love you so much and i'm like oh my gosh <laughs> and, like, I think I'm the and, I, and the funny thing is like um i always look at my dog and i'm like he's such a genius like i think he's a genius like he's <laughs> and everybody's yes. like all he did was like sit down and like <laughs> hand that's the, that's all he did and what do you mean he's a genius <laughs> I am also convinced that my dog is the smartest dog and he 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 can understand me, he understands words, 
And yeah. if he only had thumbs, he'd be able to r- run the world. I'm convinced I'm, of it. It's so true. I totally uh, I understand what that feels like. But, but by the way, like, see, this is a part of it. Like, don't you want to be your kid's biggest fan? You are Hank's biggest fan. Um, well, if I remember correctly, your dad wanted you out of the house at a certain point because you sang too much. But I'm assuming he's still your biggest fan. I hope so. I hope so. I hope that is the case. Well, at least you, have, you probably have Alice, you know, your sister. and you, you, you Yeah. Have, but you want to be your My, kid's biggest fan, right? Like your mom. I know. But then, like, now, like, recently I've, I've had a lot of work. And so my mom had... Um, has been taking care of Hank a lot so nowadays I think he kind of likes my mom a bit more which like it actually (laughs) it breaks my heart I feel like so down when my dog kind of like wags his tail towards my mom and he kind of like ignores me I'm like ouch like I feel heartbroken like I think I could record a song right now I'll be like bringing it on all the sad songs (laughs) seriously I'm like ah where did this emotion come from my dog left me for my mom so like Oh my god, it breaks my heart the most these days when he likes my mom over me. I'm like, but the truth is, when you're back in his life, there's nothing like your smell. My dog lived with my parents for two months, and when he saw me again, he like he, he freaked out. He peed himself. He was so excited because that's what geniuses do. I hear. Yeah. Um, Genius come on. right there. Geniuses pee themselves. <laughs> But yeah, he uh, freaked out. So there's nothing like your smell. Don't worry. He'll come back to you. Hank, Hank will always love you. I hope so. Thank you for saying that. Rose, I have a question. When you're working yeah. on your solo project, do you commit 100% of your focus to the solo music? Or do you split the time between solo and Blackpink projects? For us, I think we try to work on one project at a time. Like when it's like just maybe about when it's like releasing and when we're preparing up for it. Um, that's why we kind of put a hundred percent on every project. And so as soon mm-hmm. as it's kind of like, um, so like as soon as this kind of is like now out there and it's doing its thing, I guess we'll like slowly start doing like the next project that is planned for us. Um, yeah. Doing its thing. You're, uh, what are you, no- number one on the Billboard Global 200? Congrats on that. Thank you so much. It's an incredible record, truly. On the Ground is a reminder record for me. I listen to it every day because it's just something that I need to, you know, in with work and life, it's really good to be reminded that, like, you strive for all this stuff, but the truth is happiness and fulfillment is what you've always known. It's what you've always had in your life. Like, money and material things, they don't fill holes, you know? Family, friends, my dog Lou. You know, yeah. You know? Well, talking about that, can you talk about the lyric? I used to have a hole in the wall with a mattress. The funny thing is, I kind of had a crack in my wall. Um, <laughs> yeah, I remember I had this like not like I wasn't actually literally saying I had a hole in the wall with a mattress. Like, uh, but I mean, it's like it's just kind of trying to like describe how I started from somewhere, someplace very, very humble. Um, and now I am kind of running towards my dreams and goals and um, just talking about how far I've come. Uh, but I, did, I would like to mention, I did have a crack in my wall. I remember it started, <laughs> like at, at first it was not, it was like a clean wall. Um, I remember there was like a, I, I don't know how you guys call it in the States, but like we call it a boiler. Like, um, it oh was, yeah, like a water heater. Yeah. Yeah, a water heater, okay. Um, and that, like, it was really hot, I remember, because I used to like my room really warm, and, like, we'd always turn it on, and then, like, 
it was right behind my wall, I think, my room wall, and I think it started like melting the wall because <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. And then the wall started breaking, and then later on, like it literally started opening. And so basically, I kind of did. Was this when you were a trainee, or is this back in Australia? Back in Australia, but I mean, I, I honestly didn't write it like according to my actual like experience. But now that okay. we mention it, I did kind of have a crack in my. I had a crack in my wall, not a hole in my wall, but yeah. How have you grown as a human and as an artist after releasing these two records that are a part of our? Oh, I mean. I'm still growing from it, I would say. Like you said, you listen to it every day. Me too, I listen to it every day because it's my job right now. But I find myself, like, let's say I feel like something hasn't, like, worked out, like, completely, like, I would like it to, like, you know, turn out as, or something's not, like, looking the way I want it to be. And then I'd be pretty down, let's say. I'd be down, and then I'm like, come on. This is the song I have. I should be living by it. You know, I should be that role model living by my song. But... You know, I'm having to check in with myself and be like, wake up, you know. I remember, like, my friend telling me, like, hey, listen to your song. <laughs> like, you know, cheer up, Rosie. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, you know. So I'm learning from it myself, too. Is R a continuing story? Like, will you add to this project as time goes on? Or is R finished with these two songs? Oh, that's something I'm going to have to see in the future, but I did start, um, actually try to start it on a note where I is kind of like a representation of like the first um, alphabet in the name that a lot of people call me by, which is Rosie, Roseanne, Rose. And oh. so it's supposed to be like the start of it, like the first alphabet. Does not mean, it doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to have an O-S-E, apostrophe <laughs> thing, but it does re represent that. So, um, I mean, I'll have to see. Um, that's kind of what the future holds. The different letters in your name. So, wow. Yeah. That's really creative. I like that a lot. Yeah. Do, do you, most people call you Rosie? Because I did notice you keep calling yourself Rosie. Did I just say that? Okay, yeah. Um, my friends and family call me Rosie. Okay, that makes sense. Sorry. I mean, I'm supposed to stick with the name Rosé, but it comes out. <laughs> well, no, I was watching other interviews before this to see, like, what else you've been talking about, and I noticed that you refer to yourself as Rosie, so I didn't know if you've just felt more comfortable with that name. Or if that's yeah, just the name you grew up with. Yeah, Rosie's more of, like, a casual name that my friends and family, like, people who are personal to me call me. So, like... Like, sometimes maybe I do refer to myself, like, I'll go, Rosie, yeah, like, it'd be, like, something, like, if my mom would call me, like, Rosie, like, my friends would be, like, Rosie, members would be, like, Rosie. Hank would call you Rosie? Yeah, he'd be, like, Rosie. <laughs> or mom. Give me, give me some snacks, Rosie. <laughs> yeah. R is the two-song project right now. It, mm -hmm. on the ground, John Bellion is a writer on this record. He is one of the... He, he as an artist has changed my life in such profound ways. He, the, the partnership there on that song is really extraordinary and it makes me very happy. If you haven't heard it, which I'm sure you have, but please listen to it. We're going to get a link in the description below. Gone is the second song. And I, I hope there's more of your story, Jose, that comes out and you, uh, you know, share more records that make up, you know, your, in the uh, future? Your, yeah, in the future. Yeah. Yay, thank you. I mean, um, I hope everybody looks forward to it now that the first um, version of my, like, you know, debut is out. But, um, yeah, I hope so too. Um, I'm excited. 
I'm definitely excited to see how this goes from here. On the ground and gone. So good. So good. Uh, yeah. Thanks for hanging out and thanks for talking to us about all of it. I really, really appreciate your time and energy today. Thank you. Uh, this was a very nice chat for me today. <laughs> You're amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate you, Rosé. See ya. Bye. Say hi to Hang for us, please. I definitely will. Um, and I can't wait to be back on your show with whatever we're coming out with next. Please, anytime. You have an open door policy here. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited to support On the Ground. And yeah, thank you, thank you for giving us energy. I, I forever appreciate you very much. No, thank you very much. Oh, peace and love. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Hey, beautiful human, thank you so much for listening to our conversation with Rosé. Please subscribe to our podcast, I beg you, and let us know who we should invite on our show next. At Zach Sang Show on any form of social media. Have an amazing day. Please hug your family if you can. Don't go to jail and be safe. Peace and love. We'll talk soon.